Today on the show, I'm speaking with Jonathan Robinson, who's the author of Find Happiness Now, a book that has 50 different techniques that we can use to find happiness now, and he shares a few of them on the show today. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell, and this is The Inspiration Show. And today my special guest is Jonathan Robinson. How are you, Jonathan? I'm great. Now, the reason I have Jonathan here is he is the author of an amazing book called Find Happiness Now. Um, and uh, we are all about happiness and um, knowing where to find it <laughs> and, um, and how to live it. Um, and you know, and one of my favorite sayings is that happiness is a is a journey, not a destination. Um, so, Jonathan, what we might do, start first of all with your story and how you got to be the author of such an amazing book. Well, I, as a teenager, was uh, very depressed. I grew up in a dysfunctional family, so I kind of had my midlife crisis at age thirteen. <laughs> and that, that you know, that's a good time to have a midlife crisis. So yeah. I got into self help books, meditation at that age. And eventually uh, got into, you know, being in monasteries. And then I wrote books, and I wrote books in the genre known as books that Oprah likes. So I became kind of a, a well-known author. And then I, I uh, decided to let that go and just live my life and find out what makes me and other people happy. Mm -hmm. So I read a lot of books on happiness and kind of came up with the greatest hits. So in the book, uh, Find Happiness Now, I kind of put the, the 50 best methods that I could find that could be done in under three minutes because I'm kind of lazy. So I figure if a method <laughs> takes more than three minutes, I probably wouldn't use it. Okay. So, um, so define what happiness means to you. Well, I think it's different for different people. Mm. But, you know, I certainly want uh, a sense of, of love and connection, a sense of peace of fun, of joy. You know, this is things that little kids have a lot. Mm. So it's not that uh, unrealistic, but as adults, we often get covered over by, you know, stuff and problems and plans and our busy minds. So it's a, to me, it's a lot of letting go of what's in the way of our, our birthright of joy, peace, and love. And, uh, and you know it when you have it. Right, yeah. <laughs> True that. <laughs> All right, so what are some of the things that people do let get in the way of their happiness? What do you find most people find is, is the, the block between them and being able to experience that? Well, I think actually the biggest block is people think they know what is going to make them happy, and they think they know how to be happy. But that's a big block because most people are not that good at, at creating a joyous, peaceful, loving life. You know, I think that's a skill that people have to learn. And um, when you learn the skill, you actually uh, can create more of those moments. So that's a big block. And another block is that people don't make it a priority. You know, we make making money a priority. We make uh, getting things done a priority. Um, but we don't necessarily make having moments of love, connection, peace the most important thing. And when people do, then they find out, okay, what really works? What does science say works the best? And they can create more of those moments. Right. So, you know, I know that we, we just touched a little bit on, you know, having things to make you happy. 
Um, and most people say that, well, happiness comes from within. You know, what, what's your view on that? I, I agree that uh, they, they show that money doesn't make you happy unless you're really poor, you know, mm -hmm. so, uh, and, and relationships don't necessarily make you happy, but there's a lot of ways within. There's a lot of, of, of what you could call techniques to increase the joy or to let it blossom. And most people don't know those techniques or don't use them. So I, I agree that happiness does come from within, but you have to learn the science of how to tap that within. Right. Okay. So, so we're going, you're going to have to touch on some of this science. <laughs> okay. you, you, we're skirting around the issue here, but I'm like, okay, well, tell me exactly what we need to do. <laughs> well, let me give three or four techniques. Okay. No, I'm like, okay, like 50. I'm, yeah, no, I was going to say, you had 50. <laughs> Well, I think people, different strokes are different folks. You know, yes. not everybody likes uh, vanilla ice cream. So uh, one <laughs> method is simply to schedule time for the things that you most value. You know, we schedule our work, we schedule our doctor's appointments, but why not schedule time to play with your dog or time with that special friend? Doing that makes it so more likely that those things will happen. So I think that's a good thing to do. Um, Gratitude is really important in happiness. So some people can keep a gratitude journal, but I like to use what I call a, a, a the thank you mantra. You know, uh, when you wake up in the morning and you take a shower, say thank you that I have a warm shower. And then when you eat breakfast, thank you for this food. You know, most of the world doesn't get to choose what food they eat, but we do. Mm -hmm. You know, thank you for my dog or my cat and Thank you for this, uh, my wife that I love. And then thank you for this computer. Thank you that I get to talk to you, you know. <laughs> it's all really good. But if you, if you don't say that thank you from your heart and take a moment to really feel like we're kind of the chosen people that we get to listen to stuff like this, mm -hmm. then you miss that gratitude. It all just becomes part of your life and you miss it. So I call that the thank you technique. Yeah. You know, there's, there's so many different methods. I like to... Um, picture, take a moment and just picture times that I've had special times with my dog or my wife or my friends and really feel my loving connection to them. It only takes a minute. I mean, people can do that right now as I'm talking. You just think of a special time you've had with your child or your pet or uh, someone you love and think of how grateful you are that they're part of your life. And then just let go into that feeling of love and gratitude. And with practice, you get better at it. Well, I have to, uh, I'm actually feeling a little overwhelmed right now. I Just before I jumped on the call with you to, to record this uh, video, um, I had a moment with Bella, my little puppy, and I was sitting here because um, I've actually just recently moved to LA um, and I've moved up here on my own. Um, my husband and I separated uh, last year and um, and I was just having a moment and I had her on my lap and I was just thinking how grateful I was that I have her in my life and so this love that I have I have this little being that I can that I can you know um, share that with yeah. um, and I'm just and I was so grateful for what she brings to my life into my day and how grateful I am that it's the two of us that are here and not specifically on my own so um, I had I exactly had that moment just before yeah. we got on the call so these, these methods take you know, seconds to do, yeah. but they bring more and more moments of joy into our life and more and more little breaks from all the stuff that we normally do. Yeah. You know, uh, depression runs in my family. In fact, it, it practically gallops in my family, you know, so I had to learn how to step out of that. I mean, you could think of 
a song with the Beatles, you know, and it's hard to feel bad when you're doing that. So yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of different methods from simple to complex. And a lot of them have been shown to actually work quite well. Mm. Okay, so I have another question for you, and I'm not sure if you can answer it, but um, let's say, because, you know, you just touched on depression then. Um, and I know that um, sometimes we'll go through dark moments. And like I mentioned before, my husband and I have separated. And, and gratefully, we're on the same page. We want the same thing. It's, it's all good. We're still business partners and great friends. But, of course, you have moments. I have moments that I go through and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm mourning the loss of that. Um, yeah. You know, how important is it for us to, to feel and move through that? Um, or should we be instantly going, okay, well, I need to be feeling happy all the time. Let's start using some of these techniques to try and override this feeling. Uh, well, you definitely shouldn't be doing that. When you, in fact, one of the best ways to be happy is to learn to really go into one's negative emotions, feel them fully, and then let them go. Yeah. This is what children do. You know, they, they have a tantrum. They get depressed or angry. They really feel it for, for three minutes, mm -hmm. and then they're off and they're fine. <laughs> Adults, they don't do that. They, they, never, they avoid feeling stuff. And it's always kind of eating at them, and it can be like that for months or years. Yeah. So I, I think uh, you do want to feel what you're feeling, but you want to learn to let go of your negative emotions more quickly. And that is something that's also in the book. Yeah. You know, I agree totally. I mean, I if I'm feeling something, I feel it, I move through it, I re then release it, um, yeah. as long as it takes. You know, sometimes it takes longer than others. Yeah. Um, but um, I, it, it's not realistic and I think it's basically impossible to be happy every single moment of every single day. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I think sometimes we need the contrast, you know, sometimes to really appreciate our happiness, um, having moments of, of when we're not happy or when we're depressed or when we're sad can really help with that contrast and help us to appreciate those moments even more. I don't know about that. I know some people who experience a lot of happiness and, and they don't have that much contrast, and they're mm -hmm. very happy. And I know people who are depressed all the time, you right. know. And so I don't know if that's the case, but it might be different for different people. Yeah. But I know that we all want depth in life. Mm -hmm. and, and in America, we have a kind of superficial culture. So when people learn to go deeply into joy, love, and peace, and not spend so much time with the negative emotions, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on meditation in connection with happiness? Well, I've meditated every day for 40 years, so mm -hmm. I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. I think there's a lot of different forms of meditation, and people should find one that works for them. Yeah. But nothing like quieting your mind and opening your heart to, to uh, experience joy and happiness, so I'm a big believer in that. Yeah, no, I, um, I agree. I, since I've started um, meditating on a regular basis, I think it's really helped to um to open up my heart even more um and 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 to be able to feel that love but not love less than a human love but as a like as a universal love um mm -hmm. you know and um it's really interesting after my separation um i read a book called the untethered soul by michael singer mm -hmm. uh, are you familiar with the book no no uh, anyway, he talks about that when you have that connection to that universal love and you understand the immensity of that, you realize that what you're going through now is just a moment in time. Mm -hmm. um, and it really, and you realize that this is one moment out of a gazillion moments you're going to have in your life. Um, yeah. And that, 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 that makes it easier for you to have the perspective to move through it. Mm -hmm. One of the things I, I like is that people not have tools that just require separating themselves from life. So I like mini meditations or how to actually 
bring more joy into a connection like this, you know, mm -hmm. where you're talking on Skype or the phone, how to bring that state of consciousness into your active moments in life. Right. So I call those mini meditations. I find that those are very, very good for, for people. Yeah. And I think, you know, in general, what we're saying is that we just need to slow down a little bit um, and smell the roses every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, before we uh, jumped on the, the call together, uh, you were talking about some amazing people that you've got to meet in your life. Can you tell us a little bit about those those meetings and um, and the circumstances under which they happened? Uh, well, I did a book uh, called The Experience of God, which I interviewed a lot of the best-known spiritual leaders, everybody from the late Mother Teresa to the Dalai Lama and Deepak Chopra, all those people. I asked them what's their favorite methods for knowing God. Mm -hmm. And got a lot of really good in information. But one thing the Dalai Lama said, which I appreciate, was, I asked him what the purpose of life is, and he said, the purpose of life is to be happy, to find the happiness within, and from your abundance, then be able to be kind to other people. Yeah. And I like that. So I think of it as, as my job is to find happiness, so I'm in a better position to give more to other people. Ah, I love that. And the thing is, when you, have, when you exude happiness from within, and then you're kind to other people. Even that act of kindness helps to fill your cup as well. It's not yeah. like you're, you're, you're giving out. It's like that's, that's like a give and take, you know, ebb and flow kind of situation. Yeah. 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 And kindness is like chocolate. It's addictive. You know, once you, uh, <laughs> once you taste it, you want to go, hey, let's do it some more. And science has shown that acts of kindness to a stranger or friend are the best way to immediately boost your own happiness level. Yeah. I, I absolutely and totally agree. Uh, Jonathan, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here on, on the call. Um, and you know, obviously you, you've authored many books um, and you are a picture of happiness yourself. Um, and uh, so where can we can send people to find out more about uh, your book or you know, what it is that you do? Where, where can we send them? Well, conveniently, I have a, a website called FindingHappiness.com. Oh, so finding nice. <laughs> A lot of free stuff there. They can sign for free high happiness tips and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And it has all my books and such. Wonderful. Findinghappiness.com. Thanks again, Jonathan. And it's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Thank you for joining us. Oh, very. Thank you very much. Awesome. Now, guys, remember, please share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page um, so that, you know, we can get the message out there. We can all experience happiness together. Uh, also, make sure that you download the app if you haven't done so already uh, because you can watch the shows on the go now. You don't have to actually have to be in front of your computer. Um, and make sure that you leave your email in the box on the page here so I can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's valued at $87 and I would love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.